Shout out to Luck. Countdown. Five, four, three, two, one. You're listening to the Rhythm and Groove Podcast with your host, DJ DW, Prince Latif, Lucky yes. Lucky, right. and Mr. Arnie Smooth. Uh. Starts off like a small town marriage. Uh. Uh. Well, you know, you know how we try to do it up here. 42. (laughs) Episode 42 with the Rhythm and Bruise crew. Yeah. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What's happening, everybody? Uh, We are the Rhythm and Bruise podcast. Normally, our brother Luck would bring us in. uh, But for those that don't know, Luck is on a bit of a hiatus. He is going through some personal things. And is taking some time off to deal with his, you know, his, his personal demons and things. So if y'all got his uh, contact information, y'all make sure y'all go check up on our brother. Right. Uh, we uh, we love you, Luck. Indeed, we we'll miss wait- you. We'll be waiting. Your chair will be waiting for you when you get back. Indeed. But in the meantime, once again, we are Rhythm and Brews Podcast. Uh-huh. I am Prince Latif. I am to- Mr. R&B Smooth. And to my right. I am DJ D Dog. And as usual, we would like to ask, what, what you, you sipping on? on? And we have some special guests in the building. Yeah. Would y'all like to introduce yourselves? Yeah, yeah. Morning, morning. Peace, everybody. So I go by face, uh, representative of Connecticut, national poet, and all that good hey, stuff. Man. Yeah. Hey. Brother, son, and nephew, black man trying to survive in 2020. I like the intro. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that. This is uh, Dre the Poet. AKA Dre Romero Entertainment. I'm a social worker <laughs> and the CEO. So I'm here well, with the brothers. See Rhythm how he just Bruce. calmly dropped that CEO yeah, on us? That was <laughs> a social he worker and yeah. the CEO. He slid, that, he slid that in there he, real like, smooth. Like, like he slid the card across the table. Yeah, like, CEO. I told him I'm trying to get my L Cool J on. <laughs> <laughs> and he slid it with two fingers. With two fingers. <laughs> So we uh, we got a little uh, sipping on a little bit of something over here. Yeah, um, we got some uh, some black girl magic I'm on rose black girl over magic here. Rose, that's the only wine I'm drinking from this point forward. Yeah, right, oh, yeah. right. We're gonna try to get them on yeah, the show. We gonna work uh, that out. The young CEOs of yeah, Ooh. black girl. You, you know, I like how you, know, you did that. Yeah, of black girl magic wines. Uh, the fellas over there, they have the Jose Cuervo because we are about to get into what shot clock. All right now. Yes, look. Y'all ready? Y'all, y'all feeling it? We gonna try. Let's it's a little it. early in the morning. Let's, let's do it. So now I'm you grown. Gotta, <laughs> <laughs> it's five o'clock. Grown. Five o'clock somewhere. That's what I always you know what say. It's if I'm on vacation, I'm drinking. I'm on vacation right this now. This is a there fact. This is a fact. Because yeah. I don't think about these type of things when I'm on vacation. It's just wake up and go to the bar because it's all inclusive. Right. All right, let's 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 try to find some words. Right. So we got a word for the fella. Do I have a word for the fella? Let me, let me, let me see if I can find something. Because I can go to my list. Yeah. All right, you know what? Let's list. let's start let's start y'all off with a layup. Okay, I like layups. All right, who wants to go first? So I go first. All right, so we're gonna give you a little layup for for those that don't know a layup. Actually, we didn't even go over the rules. Would you like to give them the rules? Oh, here's the rules. We're gonna give you a word. It's simple. It's simple word association. Prince is gonna give you a word. You have to think of a song that contains that word in the lyric and title, 
and then you have to sing it. Now, it can be a rap song as well. Don't feel compelled to R&B because we're a Rhythm and Bruise podcast, R&B podcast. You can do any song that comes to mind pertaining that word. So yes. I got, we got to sing it? You can sing it. Well, I mean, you ain't got to You ain't got to like yeah, full on vocalize. You ain't got to be Johnny this, Gill. This, this, ain't, uh, this ain't Showtime at the Apollo. As right. long as DJ DW could put that on Roger Trout tonight. I'm good. John might got you. John might have. John. He might have that plug in back. John will throw a little bit of pitch correct. John will throw some pitch correct on there. Some reverb. <laughs> All right, so we like to start y'all off for layups. Uh, everybody knows, you know, in basketball, the layup is the easy shot. Mm-hmm. So, Dre, your first word is lady. Yeah. Uh, Sweet Lady by Tyrese. Okay. okay. Um, I gotta sing this shit? Yep. Yeah, you gotta sing that shit. Yeah. My sweet lady. Hey. Oh. love for Oh, her love time. He really can't. <laughs> 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 he back there. He back there with that, that echo reverb. I'm about, to, I'm about to drop the album tomorrow. <laughs> He's like, now I know that I got the I got the plugins behind me. I'm about Look to drop this album. that new Ray Romero album titled I Can't Sing. <laughs> <laughs> about to drop next week. <laughs> he already got the name, Ray Romero, man. Come on now. That's the real name. That's, I know that. That's I know that for a fact. <laughs> All right. Face. Gonna give you a layup too, sir. So I gotta sing? Yup. Really? Yup. You know, or rap. Or rap. I can't sing, but I do what I can. Listen, none of us. Well, well he does. <laughs> <laughs> See, smooth look like an R&B. And we live and everything. Huh? <laughs> yeah, he is Mr. R&B yeah, smooth I, for a reason. I, I, now listen, now. the shirt says it all. <laughs> <laughs> that shirt is dope. Thank you, man. I appreciate yes, sir. it. Yes, I appreciate sir. it. All right, layup for for face. Your word is uh love. Ooh. Love. We love. We love like. Just before the boiling point to a tea kettle. Damn it, he's gonna come in with his poetry. The loudest <laughs> silence. <laughs> Our insecure skins wrapped inside the magnum of society's most inadequate moments, you know, unfulfilled desires. I'll leave it at that. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> We're gonna let that one slide. I'll let that one slide. <laughs> but you can't, give him, can't give him too cause, much. Because two reasons. One, we ain't say that he can't do no. Yeah, we didn't say shit. that. Usually, and two, oh, we so, re- so it's like we a freestyle. So usually when we have artists up here, yeah. we say that you can't use your own work. Oh, okay. But no, no, okay. no. Okay. That was dope. That I want to follow the rules. I got to follow the rules. I, I got to follow the rules. On the round two. It's okay. Okay, yeah. we on round two. <laughs> we going to let that round one slide. <laughs> because we did also request that they spit some. Right. Some they going to be spitting. So he he got that out the way early. My bad, brother. No, it's you all good. good. You it's good. good. It's good. Dre, you ready? Let's go. All right. Your second word. Mm-hmm. Is lost. Hmm. I was thinking Black Girl Lost by Nas, but I don't know the dog I live. Okay, Robin Thicke. Lost without you. Oh, that's exactly what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking too. See, now you got me one. Keep singing. Go ahead. It's your show. You the guest. If my wife heard me singing right now, she's like, <laughs> she like, brother, you can't sing. 
Hey, but you got to. But you got it. He's he's winning right now. You got in there somehow. Yeah. Okay, you got it. You got one more for uh, Faith? All right. uh... Okay. Face. We're going to go with uh, Sweet. Ooh. And he already did Sweet Lady, so. I got one. Good one. You ever did sweet lady, huh? Ten. Mm. Nine. Eight. Sweet misery. Mm. I don't know the words of the song, but it was Sweet Misery, I believe, by uh was it Amel LaRue? That's Ooh. the one. Classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I really don't remember those words, but that's a classic song. You're gonna have to try. Yeah. Because you got um, eight seconds left. Woo! <laughs> 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 Seven. Mm, sweet misery. Six. <sighs> Dang, I, I'm at a loss of words. I should have thought of something else. Or just start um, pouring up your shots. <laughs> we got to start drinking. Is it both oh, of us? It it's like a, nah. Oh, no. Nah. Oh, okay. I, really, I mean, unless what, you want to take uh, one for the team. I'll take one for the team. He's been drinking yesterday. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, go ahead. That's, that's brotherhood right there. That's, 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 that's love. I, I, I owe my man, man. I appreciate it, man. <laughs> I thought he was going to go with Anita Bacon. Mm, oh yeah, sweet love. Yes, Ooh. but I got that. Nah, that Amel Larue "Sweet Misery" is my yeah, yeah. I got it. Sweet Calm down. I, just I know my shit. Gone, gone. Boom. Boom. All right, all right. The Nayo. <laughs> the Nayo. All right. That, that was that, that alley oop right there, man. Yeah, appreciate that. that. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, I guess we're gonna keep it real easy today. Let's do it, Let's Dre. Uh huh. You can, make, is, you can make it hard. No yeah. Let's oh, do it, okay. Man. Let's go. Okay, then. I'm on vacation. Uh, your, your last word is wish. Oh, man. Oh, Ray J. If I had one wish. Oh. Mm. Is that okay? No, yeah. But, okay, I'm yeah, good. We just don't allow too much R. Kelly up here. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you're safe. You're, give, clap it up for Dre. Thank you, thank you. Far too kind. It's the R&B himself, man. You got it, man. You got it. got it. Seriously. I can't sing in stores soon. Uh, <laughs> all right, face. Let me get something right here. Let me Your see. last word. Stop. Stop. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Man, I, I, I suck at this. <laughs> Come on, I ain't gonna lie, Come on, man. Face. Um, my last word stop. So I gotta come up with something. Remember, you could also go with hip hop. Yeah, and we could freestyle. No, yeah. right, we'll let you do last it. Last word stop. Um, drop. Yeah. I... <laughs> I got a song, but I can't <sighs> think of an artist right now, so I'm not even gonna stop, man. I... All right. I shouldn't have been drinking last night. Hit it, hit it, hit it. <laughs> oh, you know what? Stop. Drop. Shut him down. Open up shop. Oh, oh. <laughs> That's that Rough Riders, man. Right. DMX, That's why I tried man. to remind you. Remember, you, did, can you can go with him. You go Yeah, man. You know what, man? I'll take that shot. I was going to go with Stop Chill by yeah. B.B. Siegel. Yeah, let me take that shot, man. I was thinking of uh, Stop in the name. Yeah, but, but I don't I remember the name of who sang that. Because right. that was my first thought when I said stop. 
Okay, now you came in with the. Okay, I like that. All right. <laughs> so, clap it up for the brothers on a yeah. good game of shot clock. Yeah. So now we're gonna get right into these hot topics and keep it moving. So, um, we were blessed last Sunday. Yeah. With a with a piece of history in the form of a versus battle, which wasn't a battle at all. Mm. It was a celebration of music with Miss Patty versus Gladys Knight. Did y'all watch that? Anybody? I did. I know no, I, I did. I didn't get a chance to check it out yet. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm See, watch it, though. it was it was a beautiful thing. Um, that was some that was some Saturday morning cleaning the house music ah. happening right there. Um, literally. Cause I, I came in, I came in the house and I and I you know grabbed my mother's iPad and I put it on for my mom to watch. She put on her little Bluetooth speaker, and as soon as they started playing music, she started cleaning the house. I was like, "This is really how this works." <laughs> it's a really, it's really a thing. <laughs> she was just finding shit to clean. Like the house was clean, yeah. but she was just make, finding stuff to clean. Uh, but man, um, it was a good time. This was. I would put it up one up there one of the best ones only because they wasn't playing no games. They was singing the entire time. Mm, they dope. really were. That's dope. Um, the category it, was vocals that evening. Right, right. Um, the category was vocals. It was dope. And it wasn't like a, yo, who's going to win this? It was like, nah, we all just come and chill. Mm-hmm. They came and they was they was talk they was like two aunties at the at the family reunion the way they was talking to each oh, other. Yeah, right. that's baked okay. macaroni. Okay. Now, yeah, yeah, they was talking about what they what they yeah, had for cook. dinner before they came I to the. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I get busy. Yeah, yeah. right. They and both they, do. They like, both do. Yeah, they did the promo videos each of them to like uh, like the trash talk videos. Mm-hmm. So like Gladys was um was singing like Midnight Train to Georgia. Mm-hmm. And was cooking like a whole spread, and then she came at Patty and was like, "So Patty, what you got?" And then she made that, but uh, that vanilla wafer pudding, with the vanilla oh, wafer pudding, and then man. Patty did a, They did one for Patty where she was singing "Love Need" and "Want You," and she came down the stairs singing it and whatever. And then she was cooking and she pulled out the Patty's pie and she was like, "I do this." Uh, she had like, a whole <laughs> like, yo, it nah, was, but Patty had a whole Thanksgiving meal on the table. Yeah, like collard like, greens, <laughs> like ham. She had the ham, <laughs> she had the chicken, like the uh, greens, like yo, she cause Gladys had like the little nilla wafer pie. She was like, Patty, can you do this? Yeah. And then Patty came and cooked the whole meal. And she was like, I do this. I do this. <laughs> like, yo, it was great. <laughs> I loved it. And, like, nobody, like, no one really was talking about who won. Right. Because like, I was like, it ain't, I feel like this one ain't even about that. Nah, like, yeah. I think this one is just for the for the history. Yeah, yeah. For the, for the experience. It's like a master class. So I was like, I don't culture. think any, yeah, yeah. It was like Seriously nobody was culture. really, right. no one was seriously keeping score. Nah, like I'm really in the comment section because the comment sections are the funniest things. Because yeah, they, like yeah, all the, yeah. the people be uh, cutting up. People be cutting up. You got the <laughs> like the the comedians be acting up and mm-hmm. everything, and it's all love. It's great, but it's like nobody was really on some like Patty got this one yeah. or Gladys got this one. Like everybody was like, "Yo, this my joint." And, like this is whatever. So I'm like, "Yo, no one even, <laughs> no one even kept score." And I, like, and, 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 I, and for for black women. Mm-hmm. That's a proud moment. They had two in a row. Yeah. Brandy and Monica and then Gladys and Patty. This was a proud moment, you know? And to to piggyback off the black woman, I think it's important 
that the younger people, people right before mm -hmm. us right get a chance to see greatness yeah, yeah. you know they're not in the limelight but when you see the music that was sampled from these mm -hmm. two right yeah sisters, absolutely mm -hmm. absolutely that's that's wonderful yeah that's exactly. wonderful yeah. i'm definitely gonna check it out i'm kind of yeah. mad at myself i didn't i it didn't was, watch it yet it was dope but that's why everybody was calling it a master class right i'm actually like, i'm actually going know. through the comments now it's beautiful man like, yeah. yeah yeah like it was love and like before they even really got started they it was, was just like chatting six, for like were, good 30 yeah. minutes <laughs> and it was like six hundred thousand k right wow just sitting there like, watching them talk sit, to each other like old talk. friends that's crazy and then they was and then they started talking about how there was like 140 years between them because they're both like 77 there's wow 77, yeah, 77 and 75 77 and 75 yeah. and they don't look it right like they're dumb. just chilling and then Dion warwick showed, showed up, up at the end at the to end. sing uh superwoman yeah wow. like it was like, crazy how did 77 uh I Jeez. think Gladys was the Gladys, older one. Gladys, Gladys, Gladys I, I remember when one. Patty was on Different World. Yeah, Dwayne being Dwayne Wayne's Wayne Wayne mom. Chipmunk. Chipmunk yeah. <laughs> with the prune cobbler. Yep, yep. Who the hell Patty been cobbler? people's mother's. <laughs> Patty has been people's mother's. She's like the Loretta Devon. She, yeah. yeah. She, she was a big ticket's mom. She was the original yeah. Loretta Devon. <laughs> she was my mother's mom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mine too. She was a big ticket in the basement mom. So yeah, nah, nah it, was, it was love. I enjoyed it. That was a good follow-up, and they even told Brandy and Monica, they was like, y'all work it out. That's what Patty said. <laughs> yeah, she at the end, she was like, Brandy and Monica, y'all work, work it out. out. Y'all work it out. They, that so was... Do y'all think that Gladys and Patty had beef back in the day? No. no. Actually, they were talking, because um, like I said, they had like a good 20, 30-minute conversation before mm. they even started playing mm -hmm. music. Mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, Patty was talking about how they both grew up together in, in the music industry. Mm -hmm. Like, they were both teenagers. And they they knew I guess they knew each other from the beginning, yeah. Because they was talking about you know each other's families and stuff like that. How's your mom doing? Like stuff like that. And like they before they even like I said before they started playing the music, they gave us the history of both their careers. Mm. Oh. And it wasn't like it wasn't like like a preachy man. type of thing. It was blueprint. literally a conversation. Like you remember when we was doing this? Like they was just reminiscing. Yeah, and it, I guess at some point somebody was like, "Y'all need to play music." Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. Yeah. they would have kept talking. Yeah, and then they was like, "Oh, I guess I guess this is we we here to play music for them." So, yeah. <laughs> like Patty, like she she had her whole setup. Like she was there for concert because she was ready to kick her shoes off. And she she had shoes right here, like. Like Several kick a pair players. off of shoes and she has another shoe, pair of shoes to she, put on. She's, she's comfortable. She did that in concert. Oh, yeah. 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 That's what yeah. she's known yeah. for. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. she even said during the verses, she was like, this is technically our first time that we got to perform since COVID happened. Mm. So I'm going all out with this. And <laughs> yeah. she, she, it was, she was a was concert. Like, right. Yeah, it, for the, them, it was a concert, was a concert because they just missed performing mm -hmm. because they haven't been able to perform mm -hmm. since mm -hmm. the pandemic. So they was, they was like, they came ready to perform. It was it was just funny though because sometimes they couldn't remember their lyrics. Yeah. Patty was like, uh, put the song on the teleprompter. <laughs> <laughs> that's real though. But that's, that's real. real. Lyrics on the that's teleprompter. Real. I want to sing, but yeah. I don't remember. Because yeah. when you got so many hits <laughs> and it's been so long. When you have a 60 year career. A 60 Come year on, career? That's crazy. Because even. Um, Some people don't make it that long. Right. Yeah, like Prince even. Some people um, don't make 60 days. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. You 60 years. Because George Lopez had asked Prince on, on when uh, when Lopez Tonight was a thing. He asked me, he's like, You ever forget your lyrics? Prince was like, Oh. Bunch of times, yeah. He's like, I've made some things up, <laughs> and you know that—that's that beauty in the artistry, right? Right. Because there's plenty of times where, because I, 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 I take pride in uh, memorization, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
and it's pieces that I've written like 10 years ago and I'll get up and I'll spit but only like people who truly know my work word for word right will know like, hey. yeah, yeah yeah but the crowd would never know yeah right. and especially when, when you when you pick up on it, you're able to improvise and just add something in or just smoothly go through it man nobody will never know right and that's the beauty in it man that's why he's a national poet these are facts my man face you know face is nah. so uh humble brother dope he is dope he's, I've, I've been to many uh, performances I've shared many mics with face yes sir uh, indeed man 2019 was like my I guess 2019 and 2020 were like my my uh come out years because yeah. I was just known as the photographer for yeah. so long yeah. but I had been writing quietly yeah. for a while you're an artist man you're an artist man I, we, I you know, appreciate we, that we, we, we all contain multitudes man you know right. and when it comes to this art form whether it be musicianship your writing spoken word fashion mm -hmm. DJing like we are artists right right and a lot of times the outside world will place us in a box mm -hmm. and we're not meant to be in a box say it again you know say I mean? it again for the people in the back <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're not meant to be in a box you know as soon as you step out of what the world is so used to you doing mm -hmm. taking pictures whatever case may be and you're mm -hmm. doing something else you know sometimes they'll they'll label it and say oh he's trying or she's trying to be something that right he or she is not no right. actually we I are all these things we are expressing what it is to be human mm -hmm. you know what i mean because mm -hmm. most people are afraid to step out of the box the average nine to five person Man, they could tap into so much right. if they spend some time around people yep. like us. Yeah, <laughs> you know what absolutely. Mean? You know, it's a beautiful fast. thing, man. Yes, so, sir. Yes, sir. Beautiful thing, man. Artistry is a beautiful thing. Yeah, absolutely. But then there's the other side of it. <laughs> man, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get into it. You know what? <laughs> get in. But it's life, man. You know, because on the surface you see the. I, I always used to say, uh, shout out to my uh, one of my my mentors. Uh, you know, the National Poets uh, Brother Influence. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I remember when I first came on the scene, I performed. My man, at the time, he'll, he'll, he'll vouch. Um, if, if I'm wrong, man, hit me up, Influence, you know, but this is the truth. I was performing at Poets Realm, like mm -hmm. the old, old Poets Realm, mm -hmm. right? And I was still new. I didn't know anybody. I got to perform. My cousin Johnny brought me on to the, he actually introduced me to this, the whole art okay. world, you know, and he just, he always said I had something, you know what I mean? Um, my story is just another story I, I'll be able to tell you guys anytime y'all want to hear. But what I'm getting into is I performed and Influence got up and stopped the whole Poets round. Mm. And uh, this is one of my greatest highlights. I, I had to put it out there. He said to me, you know, young man, you have something. There's something, there's something in there. He's, and then he pulled me to the side. He said, but I want you to know just because everything looks pretty on the surface, as you get in deeper into this art world, you're mm -hmm. going to see that under the surface is a lot of ugly. Mm -hmm. so, so don't be fooled by the finger snaps and incense and the Badu raps. This is <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's real. You have your real and you have your face, yeah. man. But my thing is like, you know, follow your heart and don't let, because there's a bad in everything. Mm -hmm. Don't let the bad taint how you truly feel about the art. Facts. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, just to, um, I think one of the first shows we did, right? Yeah. The Grail. And we a lot. Real too, right? Real too. Yeah, yeah, we had a lot of people. You know, I, I got turned away at the door. Yeah, it was I a, tried to come in. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it was, was a, that packed. I got turned away. We were just door. talking about talk that on the way here. So, you know, I'm on stage, whatever, and they loud. You know, so he, he does the thing. He's more experienced than mm -hmm. on the stage. You know, he come on the stage. 
He said, I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit. Word. Hey, shut up. <laughs> I said, what? <laughs> no, but I think, these are facts. I, I thought because I was light skinned. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get darker. <laughs> but they pay attention. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. legit, they shut up. So when I see that, I was like, yo, he's the truth. Shout out to the DJ, man. That music, man. And, uh, I'm loving it. I'm about to get it. Yeah, that, I'm that's crazy. Get, I'm about to get another. Hey, go oh, for it. That's, that, that's, that's for y'all. That's y'all. That's right. y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take it, it with you yo. when you go, because yeah, I ain't gonna touch it. That's actually, that's smooth, man. That's real smooth. I tried to, you know, I tried to make sure y'all had a little something, something. Indeed. But um, yes, let's we we gonna, we gonna get back to these hot topics and talk yeah. about the the so, dark side of this artistry because yeah. our brother Kanye is out here wilding. He's Kanye yeah. again. He's Kanye, He's Kanye again. Yeah. But yeah. this one I understand. Okay. And it's, and it's not a new, but it's not a new message. All right, so go on and tell him what, um, what he's, he's going he's, on about. He's yeah, talking. And, and, and he's talking me. about the ugliness of label contracts. Okay. And the and the importance of owning masters. Um, and, and, and things like that and how now everybody because of COVID tours aren't happening so mm-hmm. in essence there are going to be artists that are going to struggle right now right. because we know that the majority of money comes for artists tour. comes from touring okay. concerts, shows um, and now merch and now merch so I understand this this, um, this I guess rant that Kanye is going off of mm-hmm. but I also I think I made a post on, on Facebook a couple days ago um, where I was like this is not a new like revelation because I right. know, like a lot of people are out here um, you know agreeing with what he's saying and making it seem like this is new game I'm like if you watched any of Prince's old interviews from like the 90s he's been telling you this right He's been telling you this. We mean it comes like owning your masters. When it and all comes that. to owning your masters and 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 the record label deals and 360 deals and he's even broken a lot of big name artist deals down on television shows. He's used Mariah Carey as as an example in one of his interviews. I think that he did that on the Jay Leno show. Um, so Prince is always. That's why I say like Prince has been one of my favorite artists when it comes to the business and how he looks at things uh, as far as the industry is concerned i was like if y'all un- like just know the history i was like that's why he wrote slave on his face mm-hmm. changed his that's name why changed, his name, changed yep. his name to the symbol because sony warner brothers did not own they own the name prince they own the name prince not the symbol the symbol yeah. um he wrote slave on his face and then the emancipation album was, was that when album he got those, when he yeah. finally got you those know all his masters back and everything like that and he explains what it means to what masters are and everything so i'm like this conversation isn't new right um but it is an important one to have and then when people talk about you know 360 deals and owing money to labels i'm like well there's also been like 15 seasons of unsung right on tv one that, that have been cautionary tales about story, the music industry every single episode contains a shady label contract story every listen. single episode so it's like at what point are but, we gonna like be like you know what this we can't like it's it's on us now but listen yeah, q-tip right. told them in 97 mm-hmm. industry rule number 4080 record, record company <laughs> people are shady <laughs> like shady <laughs> like how did you not learn from way back then and like you said there's been 15 seasons of this same show 15 seasons where everybody is getting jerked 
everybody yeah. in some and form of fashion and i think the only artist is a group actually the only ones that didn't get completely swindled and i don't think they got swindled at all was after seven because by the time that after seven really got big they were already adults right they were well mm -hmm. in their 30s at that so time you so really... you couldn't pull the okie right. doke on a 30 I mean, yeah. summer yeah because they were asking questions mm -hmm. right they're like okay what's this and i'm the same thing like, right got, now i do the same thing they're the brothers and cousins of baby, baby face. face so like so you ain't gonna swindle them because mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> even if the if something ain't right uh, hey face because <laughs> man explain this to us one time because and i do that like i have a mentor because and it's funny because we spoke about this on a previous show with a united masters when they had the um they were offering up the opportunity for artists to put their music on in, uh, the last nba 2k mm -hmm. i believe it's 2k 20 yep. so, yeah um, no it's 19 I 19 say, yeah. okay you're right so 2k uh 19 for artists to put their music on the soundtrack for the game and it was funny to me because I was like, this is an entity that is United Masters is, is, you know, about ownership and everything. I was like, but if you read the terms and conditions of that opportunity, which a lot of people do not do, which people do not do mm -hmm. because they're younger artists is mm -hmm. at that. So they're just going to, it's like an opportunity to have my music right. on this billion dollar game. Uh, game. Yep. I'm, I'm going to do it, but you're not going to read the terms and conditions. You're going to click that box, check to say it's that you did you. read it. And now everything that you just submitted to them is it's theirs. theirs. Okay. And yeah. you ain't getting shit from it. Yep. It was, yep. I read everything, like the first three paragraphs, I was like, okay, read it. And I was like, I think this is what this means. Hell no, but let me confirm. So I called up my mans and I, you know, we broke it down paragraph by paragraph. He's like, tell me what you think it means. And I told him, he goes, you're absolutely right. That's exactly what that means. So it's like a royalty free. Mm -hmm. They pretty much can do whatever they want with your record. Mm -hmm even after you know say after like i'm throwing out a crazy number like even 75 years after the game is out it's still so there, yeah. it's still, still theirs. theirs yeah you just you just created something and for you them just for created free. for for them for free mm -hmm. yo and you put all your money into getting that record done and this billion dollar it, this billion dollar product ain't gonna pay you a dime right yeah. but most people don't think that because it's just they just go for what it's like, oh, this is a dope opportunity because I'm going to finally be on something that's globally mm -hmm. listened to, mm -hmm. in a sense. I'm like, but you got to read. And if you don't have somebody in your life that can, if you don't understand, find somebody who does. Because mm -hmm. shit. And just to circle it back around to Kanye, like one of his tweets was, he was like, he was like, Michael Jackson and Prince were killed for their masters. We're like, I'm my thing is, the real ones know that already, though. Like... People like you and me, D Dub, like we we know this. Like right. they didn't just die accidentally. Mm -hmm. They had power. They they had power, and the music music industry killed them for that power. Wow. Like Michael Jackson owned most of Sony <laughs> publishing. Yeah. Publishing, right? So he owned right, the Beatles. He owned Beyonce, Destiny's Child, Boys to Men. Boys to Men. That Ooh. that book is about right. That thing. You don't think they <laughs> wanted that? Yeah. You don't think they hated the fact that a black man had that much power? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kill him. Yeah. He, yeah. Look at how much power Prince had over his music. He made he made Target pay him in advance before they could sell his music. Hmm. He That's made power. Yeah, he made people pay him in advance to sell their music because he's like, once the album's out there, people can burn it and do whatever they want. You're gonna pay me in advance. Mm -hmm. Boom. And even with his, I went to see him in 2010 
at Madison Square Garden, he made tickets $25 a piece. Mm-hmm. He was like, it shows you who the real ticket masters are. Because mm. he was like, back in my day, like these were ticket prices. He goes, it wasn't until Ticketmaster and people like that, these middlemen started making them like mm-hmm. $400 tickets, mm-hmm. $300 tickets. He was like $25 for a ticket. He goes, so he had worked out a deal with Live Nation to make them $25. And I went to see that. And honestly, I tell people, I'm like, what does he got to lose? Right. Nothing. $25 is Prince. And he added New York like last minute that year mm. and sold out. Wow. <laughs> All three nights. So but that's I'm what like, I'm saying. It's, it's like Prince. So genius, it's like $25 man. and you do the genius. math. How many yeah. people, how many seats is in Madison Square? Got 48,000 mm. 48, seats. 25 but, a ticket. <laughs> But and these were also not even not even the, the fact of the, how much power they had, but these were also the two of the main artists telling us to protect our art. Fact, facts. Copyright your music, own your music, so on and so forth. So what what with what Kanye is talking about about how Jay Z sold his uh, he so Jay Z sold Kanye's masters to get his masters back from Def Jam. Oh. Um. And I'm like, this is no surprise to me because Jay-Z sold most of Rockefeller to Def Jam just to get owner just to get part ownership or get that executive position at Def Jam. Mm. He sold his stake in Rockefeller to Def Jam mm. just to get his masters back. Yeah. Which is why Dame Dash is as mad as he is. I always wonder why I, I couldn't really finger like point out why is this dude so angry because i got basically you know, bits and pieces here but after a while it started coming off as a and i i nothing against mm-hmm. dame dash and a brilliant man from what i know but like he's every time he get up he's angry it seems like he's right angry, right you know what i mean but i mean the truth is jay-z sold most of the crew up the river to get his own masters back hmm. so a lot of people don't really care for the dude right that's why, like, Man. you don't really see him doing much music with old rock. Well, yeah. that was actually part of the contract mm-hmm. when he sold Rockefeller to Def Jam and then started Rock Nation. Yeah, yeah the contract yeah. said he can't bring any of his Rockefeller artists with him mm. over to Rock Nation, which is why he started completely new with uh, different uh, stuff. Yeah, yeah, He's, different uh, different artists because the contract said he couldn't bring any of those people with him. You know, I always mm. wonder why Memphis Bleak never really did anything with right. Rock Nation. Because well, I mean, him and their still contracts tight. still belong to Def Jam. Yeah. And it was either they buy themselves out of those contracts or they just, you know, they just sit and do nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm. Which is why you haven't seen Beanie Siegel too much. You haven't yeah. seen Memphis Bleak too much. Yeah. The Young Guns. Like, yeah. you haven't really seen yeah. too many of these people because not for nothing, they, they kind of relied on that that Rockefeller, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, association. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? A yeah, lot of those yeah. artists, they needed that association to yeah. like, like, oh, this dude's rock. I'm about to go listen. Yep. yep so when yep. all that, when Dev Jam like stopped all that Rockefeller shit, what they gonna do? They still blame Jay. I, mean, I don't know if that's maybe Jay's fault. If Jay's trying to, if he's in a situation where he's trying to get his own. But even Jay says in his music, he tried to educate them mm-hmm. way back then and put them on game. Mm-hmm. And they just wasn't listening. Listen, yeah, yeah, that's true. 
It's one, like, them, it's one of them you can lead a, what was it? You can lead a, a horse to water, water. But you can't make him yeah. drink. Right. He's like, look, I, I tried to tell you. I, I've, I've made you a millionaire and I tried to teach you the game along the way. Yeah. You didn't quite listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got to do what I got to do. So I, I'm going to just move on without you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think 50 mm-hmm. had that same type of mentality yep. as Jay would with right. J-Unit. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I think at the same time, sometimes you, you have to do that. Jay-Z and 50 both came into the game at like 26, 27 mm-hmm. years old. So Late, technically. Yeah, technically late. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, at yeah. some point, you know, that maturity then kicked in. So Jay was around what, Big Daddy Kane and mm-hmm. Jazz. So yeah, he was already yeah. kind of in the game. Yeah, He's not yeah. signed to anybody. Right, 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 right. So, I mean, I understand where you're coming from. I think we're going back to Kanye. I think Kanye make valid points. Even when he was talking about was it Harriet Tubman before? Yeah, yeah. But it's the way he come across and how you deliver it. It's the way he says things. Yeah. It's the way he says it, not what he's saying. Yeah. Because I knew, because I was actually watching that campaign in was it South Carolina? Yeah. Um, when he said that Harriet, uh, that Harriet Tubman uh, statement, and I listened to the entire statement and I understood what he was trying to say, and in my mind I'm like, they're gonna kill him tomorrow. Mm. Mm-hmm. It was like because they're gonna take a little clip of what he said. Yep. Mm-hmm. Not the part after where he tried to explain. Right, 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 right. What he was saying, but they're just gonna take that little quote and they're gonna kill him. And once like, that, once that quote is put out there, yeah, that's it. And that's one of Kanye's biggest things is like he speaks in streams of consciousness. No, so like he no doesn't filter. think about what he's saying. No he filter. just whatever comes straight to his mind is straight out of his mouth. So mm-hmm. like you said, there's no filter. Mm-hmm. He's not thinking about what he's saying to say it in a way where like what i'm saying is safe right and it's just like sometimes you just watch him it's like bro what are you doing well, i think that also goes back to that mental health issues yeah I think, you know he said he's diagnosed with bipolar but i think those mental health issues has a lot so if it's difficult to if i'm not saying he is a not receiving help but if he's not mm-hmm. receiving help then he's liable to say anything it's it's there's a lot of factors in it, right? Because it's one, it's mental health, but two, as all of us are artists in this room, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and sometimes when we can speak in unfiltered spaces, these are the type of things we say to each other, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we understand it because we are our artists, so we think a different way than the normal public thinks. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you might say something to me. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But somebody else, they'd be like, yo, what the fuck are they talking about? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and like, even even if I don't understand what you're saying, I'm going to ask you to break it down yeah. for me so I, I can Get think it. of it from, you know, yeah. from your perspective. Right, right, my, right, my right. My favorite thing, my favorite quote is like, explain this to me like I'm five. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like that. Yeah, <laughs> because, you know, as artists, we, we automatically think of the world differently. Absolutely. Yeah. Like whether it comes to our poetry, uh, the way he writes music, the way he DJs music, the way y'all write poetry, like the way I take pictures, like we think about things differently Mm -hmm. or we see things differently than the average person is going to see. That goes back to that containing multitudes, right? Like in my mind, in my eyes, mind, I'm a photographer. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And a poet, you know, then there's the musicianship. Mm -hmm. Like it's going to sound now to the average person I could say this and sometimes I have to do it and I'm trying to break certain things I say this is going to sound weird but let me tell you Mm -hmm. I look at the way the trees move different from the average person Mm -hmm. that's how in tune I am you know what I mean if it's swaying a certain way Mm -hmm. that that where the average person may walk by the the wind is blowing 
Mm-hmm. But for me, it's a whole different, it's a whole different story mm-hmm. behind that. You know what I mean? Okay. So we, as artists, we do uh, interpret things and see things different, and right. the way we convey and talk about things, it's it's different from the average yeah, person, it's man. Definitely different. Yeah. Because like even um, Prince, there was uh, what was it an episode of Tavis Smiley, I think, mm. and they had asked him. Tavis Smiley. Uh, <laughs> not Tavis. Uh, not Tavis. Uh, Arsenio. Okay. 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 And he asked him, he asked uh, Prince if he watches like shows like American Idol and The Voice. And Prince was like, he shook his head. He was like, no. So people started laughing, but he went back to explain why. Mm-hmm. He was like, because he'll watch it. He'll watch them. And he was watching it with one of his other bass players. Um, I can't think of her name. But they'll look at each other and they'll be like, are you rearranging mm. the music mm-hmm. in your head? And he's like, yeah. So he's like, I don't, I don't like to watch it because I can't enjoy it because I'm just going. I hear things different. Right, right. Hit on the net. <laughs> like I would do something differently there, and I get that because I listen to people's records when they playing for me, and and in my mind, like I have to kind of snap myself out of it because I'll start doing what I would do on it, and then in that moment, like I feel like, oh shit, I'm not listening to what they did actually so i gotta yeah. <laughs> like i gotta Hate pull back know, the reins real like, quick that's like me i when it comes to listening to music you know i i have to sometimes again draw back and refrain from how i would really listen to it because I, I break down every single instrument every single word and then i go as far as like i go back to samples mm-hmm. all yeah. the time right I, I just can't help it all the time you know what i mean Instead of sometimes just listening to the song and enjoying it. But after I break it down, then I'll go back and enjoy it for just a regular ear type of, that's me. Yeah. And because I'm a visual person, yeah. right? I tell these brothers all the time, when I listen to music, I close my eyes and I visualize in my head what maybe like the the video looks like. Mm. Based off what I'm hearing, I, I'm seeing a music video in my mind. Mm-hmm. True. Mm. And it's like, I wish, I wish I had the tools that like a Hype Williams or, you know, or yeah. somebody Ooh. had. Because I think, honestly, if I think, I think if I had the tools to do things the way I wanted them mm-hmm. to, mm-hmm. I would be a dope ass music director, mm-hmm. a music yeah. video director. Mm-hmm. Because I can beautiful. listen to your song and it's like, I'm seeing something that you maybe didn't even see mm-hmm. when you wrote this. But like I'm seeing the visuals in my head. Yeah, I look at music like life. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling a certain. Way. I'm a Joe fan. Right. Like, okay. A, like, He's I'm a big Joe fan too. Say, I love Joe. Say, I love <laughs> Joe. I'm a, like Joe is. He's a consistent. He always put out great music. Yeah. So if I'm feeling a certain way, I put on the signature out. So mm-hmm. for me, when I listen to music, I always equate music to love or sensuality. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. When you're talking about the trees, I equate the tree moving to how a woman will move. Mm-hmm. It sways back and forth. Hit it on a nail for me, you know, man. So you, you know, sure. and so when you're in tune with the music and you're in tune with the lyrics, you look at things differently. I look at music as love. So if I listen to hip hop, most of the time, like I'm, if I listen, like I like my Drake. I'm a huge Jay Z fan. They, t- they're artists. <laughs> See what you did there, D. Dub. He's quick. They are <laughs> they're artists. So when you listen to the lyrics, it's like he puts so much things in perspective. Yeah, you yeah, know. So, yeah. you know that that's that's for me. You know, mm-hmm. I listen to another poet. I do what you do with poetry mm. to say, okay, 
it's like a preacher. You know, right. you go to church yeah. and you got you want to hear something different than what you don't hear. I don't want to hear a whole bunch of shouting. I want to hear something you can educate me. Mm -hmm. right. So if a music can educate me how to be a better lover or a better man, then it's that's just right. dope. You can actually yeah, apply apply that to your everyday life, man. Yeah, you know? Right. I even think about the same thing about hip hop. This is why for like a certain period of my life I wouldn't listen to what the radio would play. I don't listen to radio. <laughs> for like a certain period of my life, I was only listening to artists like the Talib Kweli's, the most Stephs, like Wu Tang. I grew up on Wu Tang, um, and I would just like sit there and listen to like the lessons that they were trying to give us in the music, mm -hmm. not just the beat. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I'm like listening to like the words, and I'm like, they're trying to teach us things. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit uh recently when uh when what was going on in uh flint michigan happened my first thought was most dev talked about this in new world water back in 97. Mm. Mm. Mm -hmm. yep new world Order. like yep. if, if y'all would have listened to him 20 years ago maybe you wouldn't be doing yeah you know what I'm yeah saying? Like, yeah that's what i'm so it's like yes. a lot like a lot of music honestly a lot of our artists like the artists that didn't make it big or whatever their music was prophetic in a sense i was just saying that in my head man yeah. right yeah. Man. and yeah. it's like if you would if you're just like what did what did uh master killer say on triumph the the dumb are mostly intrigued by the drum mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. it's like yeah people yeah. people are just listening to the beat yeah and, and they're not listening the to what's actually being said in yeah. the words yeah and this is what i take into poetry mm -hmm. and when i did try to rap mm -hmm. uh one of the biggest things that rizza said was can you write your lyrics down in a book and have someone read it hmm. or are you just up there saying i remember that yeah yeah that's yeah real. yeah that's real you know what i'm saying so that's what i that's the mindset that i try to go into when i write i like that man yeah yeah like mm. yeah i understand that i'm writing from like because when i when i write it's fragmented right so at the end when i'm trying to put a piece together it's like i'm taking a puzzle and i'm literally taking all these lines that i wrote randomly and i'm trying to put them into one piece mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then i think okay if i hand this to somebody else will they be able to read it and understand what i'm trying to convey in this message mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's my thought process. How do y'all how do y'all write? Um I write like a rapper. Okay. Like I so I, I'm like Biggie. I'm like Biggie. Mm -hmm. In the sense of I write when I feel something. I remember um Diddy. Well I'm gonna say Puff Daddy. I'm always <laughs> I remember Puff Daddy, he said the reason why Big didn't has that much music because he wasn't in the studio time, he wrote when he felt something. So when mm -hmm. I feel something I write. I generally I'll freestyle something that comes to my mind. It could be the first two lines, and then I'll sit and I'll write it down, and then I'll come back to it either a day later. If I feel mm -hmm. something else, I'll put some more stuff right. down. So I don't have a set style of when I write. Mm -hmm. For me, it's just all creative because I don't I don't want to put myself in a box artistically. Yeah. So you know, like one day I wrote something. I when I share, it's called Vibrations, and it's. It's just really just me just sitting there writing about my muse. Mm -hmm. you know? So for me, it's all creative, just all creative and free. That's it. Word. Uh, for myself, so I'm, I'm a I'm a water sign. Mm -hmm. I'm a water guy, and um, water plays may sound weird. Again, I always say it may sound weird, but so put a hole on Facebook. Yeah, you be in the tub. 
Uh, yeah, you know what I mean? I, get, I put the candles and I dropped the little rose petals in there. Um, champagne, poetry, uh, my man. But uh, you know, for some reason, when I and it may sound corny or cliche or whatever, but um, I'll give you two things. So it's like when I'm by the water, you know, by out by the beach or whatever. Mm-hmm. Something about the water that just it. A lot of, so our minds, like my mind could be going a thousand miles per hour. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I say to myself, so face, do you know how to sit in silence? Mm-hmm. Not just turn in, and sit in silence while music is playing or people are talking, but still be to yourself in silence. Can you, can you calm all that noise in there, mm-hmm. right? And what water does for me, it allows me to stop everything. It's like the matrix, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm getting kind of weird on y'all, but this no, is how I no, think. I'm an ab- I'm, I'm abstract. But I said, we talk as artists. So I'm an abstract, I'm a, yeah, I'm an abstract thinker, right? So I could be amongst the loudest crowds, right? And all that stuff could be running through my head all day. But once I get by the water, it all comes to a stop. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm able to focus on what has actually transpired throughout that day, right? Mm-hmm. And then what happens is, for me, I have this weird thing where I place my, 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 my notebook and my pen, or now these days your phone, right? Mm-hmm. Um, by my nightstand. The moment I roll over and I wake up in the morning, that's when my thoughts is flowing. And one thing about me, I, I'm big on memorization. So when I write a poem, when I'm done with it, 75% of it is already memorized. Mm-hmm. And it just happens I, that I way. I can't do that. You know, nah, I'm the I, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but about if I could give you a number, I would say 75 to 80 percent is memorized. And then that that rest is just me going over it a couple times before a show or something like that. And I got it. So it's, 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 it's the water for me. Writing, for writing, I think, has that effect, like at physically. Writing, like literally, yeah, like writing, literally, yeah. like I, who, who um, was it? Uh, Erica said, um, if you want to feel something real, have your pen and paper. Right. Um, you know, manifest whatever, and I feel like that's with me because like I've written stuff on my phone, like I've you know, and it's like I have to read it. I have to look numerous it over times, a few yeah. times, numerous times. But like if I write something, yeah, it sticks. It sticks. Yeah. So like I personally like I have notebooks. Yeah. Like most of the things that I've done, I've written is in a notebook, mm-hmm. and the only time I'll do it in the phone is if like I'm on the go or if right. I'm out and about where I can't have my right. notebook yep. on and me. I'm always out and about. So yeah, so yeah. I'm like, oh, if I had just have, I'm like, boom, boom, boom. I'll jot it down in my notes, but then I'll go back and I'll write it in my notebook. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I'll continue from there because I'm like, listen, because when I'm in the studio half the time, like I'll have my book there, but like I'm nine. Most of the time, most of the time, I'm not looking at yeah. it because I'm like, I know it. Yeah, and like, and I can agree with y'all. Like, that's one of the in th- that was one of the things that influence taught me was to write it down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because that'll help you memorize it because you have to literally physically write it. Um, and then there's also one of my ways of memorizing my stuff is to to record it and then listen ba- listen to it mm-hmm. back. Yeah, because I can remember music mm-hmm. like it's nothing. Mm-hmm. Like because I'm listening to it and there's a melody to it, so I just remember the melody and then from there I remember the words. Mm-hmm. So I employ that to trying to memorize my own stuff. Mm-hmm. Is I'll go back and I'll, I'll sit and you know record it on my phone and then I'll just listen to it. And that's actually because I was in like one actual slam, and that's how I tried to prepare for that. Is to you know listen back to myself. Mm-hmm. 
and just when I get on stage, I try to recite it like I'm, you know, listening to a Kanye song or yep. something like that. Yep. You know yep. what I'm saying? So I, if I could add one thing, not to, I, I apologize. No. For me too, it's like these are our stories, mm -hmm. right? So for me, it's like how could I, if I'm as an artist and a true person, this is this is for me. So. Mm -hmm. How can I not memorize something that's real? Mm -hmm. So when it comes to memorization, it's like I have to memorize it because or I have to I have to remember it because it's a, it's an real event or mm -hmm. something that happened. Mm -hmm. So my thing is like if I if I don't memorize something, I, there's this pressure, this thing on me because you know what? You were just writing just to write, or you were just writing to get the oohs and ahs. So you you're making shit up right mm -hmm. now. Excuse my language, you know what I mean? Yeah. But when it's real and it's a real story you're telling. You know what's going. You know the sequence of events. You can't have A without B. You know you can't get to the car and turn the car on minus uh, remote remote mm -hmm. starters. Uh, you can't like you have to open the door before you go sit in the mm -hmm. car. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. that's how I think. It's weird, but that's see. But and retort to that. Yeah. At that point is sometimes I don't. It's hard for me to memorize because I revise so much. Mm, okay. Because like you're saying, this is our story. How can we not remember the, right. you know, our truth? Right. One of my worst habits, even in, you know, just re regular life, is I have a Revision. bad habit of no oversharing. Oh, okay. Okay. Sometimes I have a bad habit of giving you too much detail. Okay. Telling you things that I should maybe should have kept to myself. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, sometimes yeah. I do that in my poetry. Okay. Like maybe I shouldn't have said that I did X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. Take that part out. Take it out. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like sometimes when I'm up there and I'm trying to remember it, I'm remembering it as I wrote it and not as I revised Revise. it. Revised. Got you. Got you. Got you. Yep. You know makes what I'm saying? Sense. Makes so sense. it's like I will have to pull yeah. out my phone real quick yeah, and be yeah. like, okay, you know. That's cool, man. The process, man. This process that we're talking about is a beautiful thing. Because just how I memorize things, mm -hmm. you do what you do, he does what he does, man. It, it's it's beautiful to hear that. Because I'll be honest with you, I, I take bits and pieces of all of us, man, mm -hmm. and see how I could become better. You know what I mean? So right. I, I, yeah. I, like, I like this. But, I, you know, you dope. <laughs> no, you we we all dope. Yeah, Hell we all yeah, dope. Fam. Hell yeah, right. he dope. Nah, we are, we we, we all we all dope, man. We all kings in our own right, you know. Facts. Yeah, you know? As he said, has that on his shirt. I am the king. Am, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Y'all yeah. yes, gotta, gotta come to the event. I, I was just about to bring that up. I yeah. So it. it's on uh, October 11th. Yeah. Okay. okay so okay. tell us about uh, this. Is it goes in series with the rest of the Love Jones experience? Correct. Well, yeah, it do. Okay. I'm gonna just go back from the beginning. Okay. I, Give us the history. I went to this. Um, my wife had bought some tickets. We went to this spot in Brooklyn, um, called the Sweet Spot Nation. Okay. You ever heard of it? No. Nah. So they, it's like burlesque poetry, dance, and music. You Sounds know, and, dope. And it's dope. It's like it's for grown folk. And I'm sitting up there, and I'm writing. I'm like, I could write that. And they were, <laughs> I guess I could write that. And then I just I wrote a couple poems, but it was like raunching. I said, Nah, that's not me. I mean, I could be, but it's not. Right. I'm more sensual. So mm -hmm. I wrote this couple poems. I hear it in the voice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm more sensual. So, I, you know, I wrote these poems and then um, my family would put on uh, shows. They would do shows in um, the Bijou, the comedy okay, shows. Yeah. So I reached out to one of my cousins like, yo, I got this idea. I think I could do it. And he was like, yeah. So and that's how it came about. 
it came about from me going to the show and saying, what can I do differently? Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, I get a band. I can ask some poets. And I knew Mike do poetry. We had a, our own um, friendship prior to the, the poet stuff. For those that don't listen to Mike, is face. Face. I, 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 <laughs> face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Through all, I get engaged with government. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> name it I'll tell you right now, half of, half of the hard world don't even know my real name. Uh, that's just what it is. My bad. It's all good. I'm a mind drain. That way, we even now. <laughs> so, and I had just had this idea, what can I do differently? Mm-hmm. I didn't want to do an open mic because um, for me, I think when you do open mics, it's difficult to really um, get the full artistry because you get people who is trying out stuff. I don't want to mm-hmm. try out stuff. I'm trying to make this something where I can create and get a different type of community involved. Mm-hmm. So we're mm-hmm. bringing poetry to individuals who love poetry but don't know where to find it. Right, right. Um, and a lot of times, even for myself, I can't probably sit and listen to two hours of poetry. I need to. I need some something in between. To break it so up. Break it up. My love for R and B music mm-hmm. mixed in with poetry. It's like a match made in heaven. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I thought my favorite movie is The Love Jones. I mm-hmm. said, okay. So for me not to infringe anybody's name, what can <laughs> I do? The Love Jones experiment. Because initially, it's an exper. It was an experiment. Okay. And it just it worked. You know. So we. Um, have a great age group between 65 to 25 and mm. come in we rock out we vibe we have a good time yep um for me it's it's i'm able to hone my own skills in terms of performance and i've always able to put words together mm-hmm. you know so for me when i watch certain artists like face or um, tamani or d mm-hmm. or silent quill um i get a chance to say wow these, these shout out to six four yes that's actually my wife's cousin. He's family. I didn't <laughs> nice. That's crazy. Know to, yeah, yeah. You know, but to be able to see these individuals put on this amazing work, to have this amazing uh, poetry, and to captivate a crowd where they don't know. Now, one thing about our people is we don't be quiet. Nah. <laughs> yeah, nah. We, this, so, these are facts. So those are tough parts. So, you know, but I'm just kind of like bringing That's everything together. And um, it's, it's dope. It's a great experience. It's fun. So, you know, I'm up there. I, I'm not a comedian, but I try to, you know, make the crowd laugh and stuff. Yeah. And for, you know, that's why I brought my brother here for him because he is, he's, he's that dude. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And for me, I have no problem saying it. Okay. You know, that's that that's that that brotherhood and love mm-hmm. that you have for your it's appreciate, fellow king. It's appreciate it, man. It's definitely. I, I feel the same way, man. I definitely do. Um, I want to say, say something that's kind of off topic, if you guys don't mind. Because uh, I'm big on, like, respect. And mm-hmm. paying dues, and you know, well, like I said, I I didn't know, you know, because I hear my brother speak on like the talent and things of like that, and what he sees potential, and I, he he he's like putting his battery back in my back, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because sometimes life would, takes a toll, and I have you you know drift away, you know, yeah, yeah. And he's like, yo, you know, this is your love, this is your passion, and it's like waking me up again, type of thing. Mm-hmm. So I, it is appreciated, brother. Um. You know, I'm always writing. The artistry is always there, but sometimes, you know, we 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 stray, so to mm-hmm. speak. You know what I mean? Um, and all of this, this is all helping. It's much appreciated. So I say that to say, you know, when I when I when I started this, my cousin Johnny, shout out to Johnny, brought me in. He said, you know, you, you was always freestyling around the house as a kid. It's something in you just come out. I think you like it. I never knew Connecticut had the artistry that it had. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you, I hit, I saw two people who are uh close friends of mine um i won't put them on blast but they 
he know he know who he is and she know who she is um they they spit and it said to me, it, it, they spoke to me as if like i was the only one in the room mm. um matter of fact man um shout out to my sister lala and uh brooke young you know you know what it is um and i was like wow like that that's real mm-hmm. and long story short i went up from never performing before and the, 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 you know they'll tell you to becoming a national poet you know what i mean it's and it it I feel like it happened overnight. So much happened, man. Not to, uh, it's a long story, but it's a beautiful journey. So I say that to say, I want to, when it comes to respect, I, I got to give shouts to these people who inspire me. Um, where I, I went from having YouTube playlists of these people mm. to actually being able to call them up and performing at the shows with them, like the Apollo and 94.3. So shout out to sad. like, you know, uh, my, my, my big brother. Um, I'm Kobe to his Jordan. Uh, <laughs> um, midnight. Shout, yes. out to, shout out to midnight yeah. that's um, exactly who i brother. watch yeah yeah that's you know I, like i said these are people that i had playlists uh, mm-hmm. and before i know it now we're you know name the name base so you could come in open up my fridge and take what he wants you know what i mean uh-huh. shout out to midnight it's a dope crib by the way i just seen i ah, appreciate it man yeah yeah it's he my new the, spot yeah, listen he got a prime <laughs> bottle and everything <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. shout out to <laughs> this guy man uh yeah god is good though you well, know wine rack. I said, wine yeah rack. yeah wine yeah rack. god is good man um all the time um midnight uh professor knows um your influence your mind evolutions, uh, your, your Ma Peaches, Shauna, shout out to Ernell out there. Mm-hmm. Um, this um, Olu, Olu Sanya, um, Michael Chief. Um, I could go, the list goes on, man, but Qualo, you know, Proverbs, these are people who I've watched and learned from, mm-hmm. and I have the utmost respect for, and they showed me how to carry myself when it comes to respecting this art form and, mm-hmm. and i you know I, I wouldn't be here or, or lala i wouldn't be here and inspired if it wasn't for, for those individuals i i gotta say that man so if there's ever a torch to be to be held after them they they know that like i i'll do it justice so mm-hmm. I, I just i always gotta give my respect so no, that's facts. what i'm at you know what i mean i like that um so let's get back into the uh you know the love jones experience yes, sir. coming up on yes. the 11th yes so yes, we're calling it distant lovers yeah <laughs> uh, was there a reason why um i always try to create a thing the first one was just love jones experiment the second one was called the seductive edition uh the third one was called eros and agape um this one distant lovers was well, it's really like a play on the social distance right i like but, that but you know it's also Going back to the trees thing, it's always a metaphor. Right. When you six feet six feet away from the your woman, that's mm. a lot of distance. Right. But you don't love her any less. You love her more. Mm-hmm. So the distant lovers was was a play on the the social distancing. Mm-hmm. But it was also in the sense of where are we at in our relationship? Mm-hmm. Are we that far away where I can't love you anymore? Mm-hmm. Or would that distance make us closer? Mm, I like that. So. You know, and a lot of times, you know, when you put something up there, everybody like, mm, that's, that's a nice title. But when you actually sit and define why it is what it is, it makes it better. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. this is lovers and everything. And shout out to uh, Massive Design, my man Jamesy, for putting together an amazing I could tell that was a, a Jamesy yeah. joint. So, you know, shout out to Jamesy. Um, so he, he's 
done all my. That, that man's nice. James is amazing. He yeah. does. I've been. I know. I knew him before. Right. Okay. You know. Um. He actually recorded my wedding back in 2012. Okay. So shout out to him for putting together. So like I would just give him a title and he put together something dope. He's and so that's why the the um the artwork is eccentric. The the woman with the locks and things mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. So you know. I'm pro black like a mofo, <laughs> so that, you know, so that's why it, it kind of fits. But this and love is um, it's gonna be fun, it's exciting, it's sexy. Um, we're looking to have a good time. It's at South Sony Mambo. I was just about thing. to ask you where it is. It's at South Sony Mambo because it's um it's a bigger, much bigger space, so mm-hmm. it's allowing everybody to have Perhaps. social distancing okay. right. and still enjoy yourself. And you know what I try to do is when people purchase their tickets on Eventbrite. They can, um, I let them let them let me know who's gonna be with them, so I can make sure they're with their party, so they could be comfortable. Right. You know, sometimes you don't want to sit with people that you don't know, but if it's like a family and things like that, mm. so we're gonna go have a good time, and hopefully everything comes out 100. So let me ask you this: mm-hmm. with the Love Jones experiment, right? Mm-hmm. Do you have? Do you create a certain list of the artists that you want involved in it, or is it kind of like open mic type? No, well, it's not open mic. I like I, that, and I think that's what I'm trying to create something different. Right, because when you have open mic, you don't know what you get. Right. So, right. so that's why I was asking. Yeah. So, um, just going down, like I always, I try to keep my my main three that I know. Break it down, brother. Break it down. <laughs> this my is the main, part I love. My main three that I know who's, who's amazing, obviously, face. And, you know, when I put down, put he's a national poet or ladies night, mm-hmm. it's because that's what he brings to the stage. Mm-hmm. It's not, he's not going to give me 50%. He gave me 150% of face each performance. Mm-hmm. Um, I got my girl D True Poetry. Uh, Shout out to Sister D Poetry. D. She's yep. amazing. One thing was about was good about D is she, the first one, she was like, yo, it's for free. Second one, I charge. I right, said, right, cool. right. I say no thing because, like I said, you're, as an artist, you should get paid for your work, mm-hmm. you know? And I always look at it. If you get paid a certain amount for five minutes, that's more than what someone's going to give you. Right. And, you know, you got to work a harder job. Mm-hmm. Two hours. I'm giving you this in the 10 minutes, mm. you know? Right. Um, I also look at, we got Tamani. Tamani's okay. dope. And dope, she, dope. Uh, our Tam- sister Tamani. Tamani's is amazing. Shout and, out to the Empress. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that before, because her style, you know, she was like... I guess you made it felt a certain way only because you got older people. Mm-hmm. So when I have older ladies come on, she's like, she was amazing. Yeah. You know, for that type. So I'm like, I got something good. But we've watched, well, I know us, we've watched Tamani grow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like exponentially. Big time. Yeah. In the last couple of years yeah. in this whole poetry. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. she's, shout out to Tamani because she's Facts. like, you know, she, I, I remember when she started a bit, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And now she's just like, yeah. When she's on stage, she's like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, she's. I mean, I've, I've not seen her perform it. Um, she spits yeah, her. GSP. That's her truth, man. She spits you know? her truth. And what I, and I always try to integrate um, some new artists that I, that not new, new to the Love Jones Experience, not new to being mm-hmm. an artist. All right. So my man Silent Quail, I heard him at GSP. I'm like, "Yo, six four. And boy. I'm like, "Yo, he's amazing." Yes, he sir. had me want to go home and get some <laughs> my lady. Yes, sir. But he's dope. So. um then got my, my homie uh, Patrick Fenard. He's a uh, oh, dope my dude. Yeah, dope. yeah, man. So big me, Pat, me and Pat's boy, like, like a manager. Me and him are like my, one of my best friends. Mm-hmm. Old, you know, older cat. Yo, Pat, I got that Shea Butter 
that shit banging in the house yeah, right now and, and in the car so man when you, if you follow me I, when I put hit, I put that song up there Shea Butter cause the man, song is that right, dope right. it's classic it's amazing yeah. um, I have my man Manny James he performed last time yes sir so okay. Manny has a great following from New Haven mm -hmm. and then the band uh, Darnell and the crew the band is amazing yep. then we also rock out with an after party with DJ Buddha right. I went to school with Buddha you know what I'm saying yep. and Buddha's just that dude Buddha, like, Buddha yeah. plays yeah. what you want to hear he know the crowd he knows all that so it's Yes, just, sir. I'm just trying to create this vibe that Connecticut mm -hmm. need, and then try to travel with it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and just just build. And I I think for us as a people, we need to continue to build and support each other. Yeah. Yes, sir. And by the way, yes, I want sir. to thank you guys for having me. No, me no, and, yeah. and thanks I, for yeah. coming. No, what you, I, I I say that is because you know when you start now trying to build something, mm -hmm. it takes time for each other. So right. You, to build communication, yeah. build bridges build, and connections. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Yeah. So I appreciate that. Yeah. If you want to sing, let me know. Hey man, I'm around, <laughs> bro. Oh, I yes, almost forgot. I got my girl Sage Newell. Sage. I feel like I've that heard that name, name before. Sage, yeah, Sage. I've heard that name. Sage. Sage if I see her face. I'll Sage came to the around. first show, right? Okay. And I, she thought it was dope, right? And she was like, "Listen, how do I perform?" I said, "When I start promoting it, you just hit me up, DM me." She DM me, tore it down. She couldn't do the third show because she was already booked. So okay. she'll be here this time. Her song, okay. um, Anything For You, is on Spotify. It's dope. Okay. okay. So, you know, and I, I'm trying to build, you know, so everybody, we all up and coming. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Like, I'm not trying to be an artist because. Mm -hmm. You are an artist. You are an artist. I'm, I'm, you are an artist. I'm not trying because you are. Thank you. You are an artist. We're, we're on the same page. You're not yes. trying to be thank because you, you thank are. Thank you. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, but I'm for me, I'm, I want to build something where everybody can, my community can be. Right, right. You know, and what's the sense of having block Black Wall Street if we can't create it? Right. Why not create Facts. it from where we at? Yeah. Right. You know, yes, sir. I know we gonna try to be up in there. We gonna tr oh, maybe yeah. try to no, get man, this, table or this show yeah. rhythm and bruise yeah, table or something. Rhythm and bruise table. I'm trying to tell you, fam. Yeah. On that. I'm around. Seriously, man. I'm around. This is beautiful. So uh, we gonna we gonna wrap the show up, but we gonna do a little something different than we normally do, right? Yeah. So normally we do something called Last Call, which is, uh, you know, where we play music that either had a theme or something to do with the uh, the episode. Right. OK. Um, last Call this time around is going to be us playing music. Right. Mm. I think we should spit something for Last Call. OK. I'll start it off. Then you could go. Then, you know, Dre just, you know, got up, used the bathroom so he can go when he come back. Yeah. So, um. I want to spit something that you actually spoke about in the beginning of the episode. Okay, cool. All right. Yes, sir. Let's get into it. Can we get this music turned down a little bit, a little bit? All right. So this joint's called The Box. Mm. Every time I go to an open mic, I remember the, the time that I was at an event that I was hired to photograph. And when I asked to be placed on the list, I was met with the reply. Well, if you're on the mic, then who's going to take the pictures? It's as if somehow that one two hundredth of a second it takes me to snap that photo is more important to you than the three minutes that it takes me to stand up here and speak my mind. But to your point, I may have missed a few good shots because I was in the back of the room during the event revising this piece, but I digress. It took me that same two hundredth of a second to realize that my peers have put me into a box. Let's think about this for a minute. What does this phrase mean? Dictionary.com refers to a box as a receptacle that you put a gift in for safekeeping. So understanding that my mind is the gift, I wonder who or what exactly it is that we're trying to keep safe. Do my, do my hands forget how to write when I lift the camera? Do you forget how to speak when you sing? 
do your do your feet forget how to walk when you dance? Hmm. See, I feel like telling an artist that they can only exhibit more than one that they can't exhibit more than one gift is like telling the sun that it can't be both bright and warm at the same time. Trying to limit a true creative to one gift is like telling a flower that it can't be both beautiful and vibrant and telling a woman that she can't be both attractive and intelligent. See, it sounds like bullshit when you put it that way, doesn't it? Mm. So what are we keeping safe? Imagine if Quincy Jones would tell Will Smith he'd never be more than a rapper. Imagine if Jill Scott had stuck to poetry and never tried to sing a note. Or imagine if Ava DuVernay never stuck to journalism and didn't pick up her first camera at the age of 32. Or imagine if anybody told Beyonce that she can't actually... She might want to stick to music. <laughs> but imagine how I feel when I tell you that I want to compete in your next slam. And rather than give me a verbal answer, you show me through your actions. You showed me when you posted the flyer of your chosen poets and, and my face wasn't on it. In fact, you turned up the volume on this message when the faces on the flyer were a collage of all the faces that I've shot. But I've heard you. Though I've heard you, your message was unclear. I don't know if you were trying to tell me that I was whack or just not ready. Or maybe that you just wanted me to take that... Uh, because you knew that it would light a fire under my ass so I would practice spitting this piece the way that I am right now. But trust me, I've heard you. Maybe your message is that you think I lack the ability to impress the judges. You've forgotten one thing, though. I don't write what I write for acceptance or slam scores, but I've heard you. Maybe the message is that you don't think that I have the ability to engage an audience as if I can't engage all five senses. Like you don't see me before you pouring out my heart. As if you can't taste the passion that I exude when I'm on a stage or... Smell the fear and anxiety that I had to overcome in order to recite this or feel the anger of my voice for needing to write this shit in the first place. <laughs> Can you hear me? Mm -hmm. Trust me, I've heard you. I think I'll figure something else out too. The only thing that my haters are trying to protect is their fragile sense of security. These so-called creatives that have, only, that have never challenged themselves farther than that one thing they were, they were told that they would do well. Or worse, the narcissists that feel that because they failed, you can never surpass them. See, this box... This box that you've built for me feels more like a casket and I will not lay down in it to make you feel comfortable. You will not bury my gift. So imagine trying to take a step out of your own box because you are not one dimensional. Because I know myself. I can walk into any event. I could be the photographer, the host, the DJ, and the fucking feature. Let's go, brother. <laughs> I know, and know this. I am not just a photographer. I'm not just a DJ. I'm not the poet. Erica Badu said, if we were made in his, his image, then call us by our name. So from this point forward, you were only referred to me as the creator. Mm-hmm. And I know I may occasionally share my gifts with you, but understand, however, the universe decides to speak through me through any given moment. It was never intended for your consumption. So if this piece resonates with you, don't allow the words of others to limit your creativity. If you wake up tomorrow with something on your heart, do it. May the universe be with you and may this piece be your box cutter. Mm. Hey. I like that, brother. Appreciate that. Oh, yeah. I like, I like that. that. Yeah. Dope. Yeah. So who's up next? <laughs> I'm, I'm, yes, sir. <laughs> no, yes, sir. I'm, I'm saying I'm not a I'm not a yes, sir. Poet. I'm not a poet, so I'm a. <laughs> Are we gonna, you know, you gonna just, defer to face? Speaking. Yeah, you, know, man. Man. you sure? Yeah. Um, man, where where do I do I pick up for from where my brother Latif spoke about the the was that the preacher thing, pimp thing? I like that. Yeah, let's or, let's go with that. You sure? Yep. All right, I'll save the new new piece for the show. Um. <laughs> I got some new, new, new shit, new shit, new shit. For, for the show on 11. So please come out support. New face, <laughs> distant, lo <laughs> distant lovers, October 11th. Shameless plug, Sassoni Mambo. So, um, he wakes up, walks, dressed in illusions, just to further our perception of his mass confusion. He's losing 
This game of life he's choosing, the devil's got him hugging the blocks to the corners start bruising. He knows about the dimes. He knows about the shooters. He's familiar with the nightlife and the drug abusers. Every day's a task, just another hustle. He wants the American dream, but says, motherfuck, the struggle. Mm -hmm. And the pulpit is where he addresses the street congregation. And from within ciphers of lost souls is where he finds sense of self-gratification. Rings on both paws, chains around neck. This nigga bears all like slaves put up for sale at Mr. Rogers' friendly neighborhood auction. Mm -hmm. Eyes the color of Yayo and a heart conceived of dead presidents torn out the King James Version of Book of Life. A breed between Nino Brown and Creflo Dollar. Sunday morning offerings and the dice game. His followers, well, they they worship that white. And once consumed, it have you jumping, shouting, screaming, hitting the floor in Harlem, shaking, speaking in tongues that only the soul can comprehend and the spirit can see, standing shoulder to shoulders with angels while clapping hands to the sounds of demons crying. Wrapped in the finest of linens, peacefully he sleeps while his disciples roam concrete graveyards looking for souls like the remains of those on the back of milk cartons exploiting the darkest of skins while creating a modern day genocide so i leave you all with this question who and what am i am i a preacher am i a pimp or am i your neighborhood street pharmacist nowadays they're three and one and i call that the holy trinity god bless you oh, peace, peace. Peace, <laughs> peace peace yes sir yes sir thank you are you about to close us out i'm gonna close this out smooth brother <laughs> you got it. You got it. All right, this this um is for the ladies, okay? So this is something new for the event. It's called Vibrations. She's the epitome of sexy, an epiphany of my central nervous system. When I'm next to her, I'm nervous to kiss this sister, my Nubian princess, who now my queen. Hmm. Royalty all over her anatomy. Gleaming with piercings, with diamond rings, belly dreams of me on top of you, pleasuring that brown skin till the sunlight caress you. Lemon twisting, handcuffed wrists, tasting that organic cherry split, high off your sexual desire while inhaling your natural spliff. Tip of the tongue, voices singing songs that was previously sung from our first encounter when we was almost 30 years young. We flirted. With the pool stick in your hand. You imagine my pool stick in your hand. Grinning from the way I nibbled on your neck. You nibbling on the idea that I can be your man. So we succumb to the seduction of the invisible imagination. An epiphany of procreation. Followed with inner dwellings from radical decision making. But I indulge. In the idea of forever. Forever you my lady like a Judici love song. Gripping on your thong. Grinding the moisture from your inner walls. Caution to the wind, I fell in love from the innocence from the past beyond. You're still my epiphany of sexy. After years of matrimony, that first kiss replays, and my central nervous system still gets nervous to kiss this Nubian princess. You are my vibrations, a roller coaster of emotions. When you go high, I go low, kissing the inner innocence of your soul, a sensual eruption of sexual indulgence, vibrations of negligence that led to years of black elegance. Damn, vibrations. My man. All right, my now. man. Thank you. That was the way my to end man. this. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> that was the way to end this. Yes, so sir. plug the plug the event one more time. Yes, sir. Come out October 11th. Love Jones Experiment. Distant lovers at South Sony Mambo. We got food. We got drinks. 
We got social distance. Wear your mask until you get to your table. Mm-hmm. Get your tickets on Eventbrite. Go follow Andre Turner or Dre underscore Romero underscore entertainment at Instagram mm-hmm. or Facebook to get your tickets. Mm-hmm. It's exciting. We got to have a good time. Hopefully, I see y'all fellas out. Oh, yeah. Oh, we yeah. going to try to get our own tape. We are there, bro. Yeah. <laughs> we got I'm there. sold. We but that, sun, I, that Sunday best on, Easter suits and all that, man. We in there. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to look like Dwayne Johnson and Mario Harbour. I'm, <laughs> I'm light, bro, bald, man. and brown. <laughs> he said, I'm the ghost rock. I'm the ghost rock. <laughs> yeah, man. This is... um. I, I, you know, I, I want to say, man, I wish y'all nothing but success, man. Thank you. This, thank is, this you. is beautiful. Appreciate it. This is, too, thank man. you. I appreciate definitely, it. This definitely. is real. This is this is beautiful to see our brothers doing something like this, man. It, it's amazing, man. Y'all need to, in the sound of my voice, whoever can hear it, come out, support. You know, any way you can, man. Support, man. This this is beautiful. Yeah. This is nice, man. Appreciate thank it. Thank y'all so much for uh, for having us here. Oh, yeah, no I doubt. enjoyed it. You got to I followed you guys on Spotify, so you got another. Hey now, hey. I'm um, I followed you guys on Facebook. Yeah, Instagram I, and all that. I'm following. I ain't gonna fry. Like I, I enjoyed the show mm-hmm. when I listened to it. Um, y'all dope, man. I appreciate man, y'all. Appreciate Shout it. out one more time to Luck for actually making this connection. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I rolled up and I was like. Man, <laughs> that's how you know, man. It's 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 family, yeah, man. Facts, it's family, facts, man. man. It's good to see you, yeah. brother. Definitely, Shout out to definitely. y'all. We will definitely Thank be you. there on October 11th. Please Thanks do. Indeed. Thank you. Thank Thanks everybody indeed. for listening. This has been the Rhythm and Brews podcast. Episode and for one more time, what you sipping on? What you sipping on, baby? Sipping All right. You're listening Peace. to the Peace. Rhythm and Brews podcast. 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 podcast.